0: Hi there, I'm Laura Wasser, and if anyone knows how much divorce sucks, it's me. I've been practicing family law for over 25 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces, from the top of the food chain all the way down to my very first case, which was my own divorce when I was 25. It has become my life's mission to destigmatize divorce and create a community around what is already a difficult time. We call it the evolution of dissolution, so welcome to the Divorce Sucks Podcast, where we talk about breaking up getting divorced and moving on in every state when it comes to divorce parties and courts are going to look at five or six areas to focus okay they're going to look at whatever the estate is what you have and what you owe they're going to look at what you earn and what you spend and those are kind of the four financial corners. What you earn and what you spend are going to go into child support and spousal support. And then they're going to look at kids, custody, parenting time, etc. With regard to support, there's often a finite period of time which it covers. In certain states, it's until kids turn 18. In certain states, it's until kids turn 21. And with regard to spousal support, it will depend. Courts generally have jurisdiction. Sometimes it's half the length of the marriage. If a marriage is a long marriage, which is generally classified as 10 years or more, again, no bright line on this, it can go on longer. They'll also look at the age of the spouses, their earning ability post separation, and most courts have an expectation that a previously non-earning spouse will make every effort to contribute to their own and their children's support. With regard to custody, sole custody is rare. Generally, it's going to be joint even if the timeshare is broken up and even if the decision-making power is weighted more heavily on one side. But you must be prepared to co-parent, and even if it's with an asshole or someone who does things much differently than you. For insights into all of this, check out our blog on It's Over Easy under the Resources tab. It really is possible to divorce with dignity, guys. And knowing what to expect, educating yourself, what your options are, and how other people have managed to navigate their own dissolutions puts the power in your hands. So – From our It's Over Easy Insights blog, I want to explain to you listeners what the two types of custody are. We have legal custody, and when the courts talk about legal custody, they're basically referring to decision-making power regarding the health and well-being of children. So divorcing couples often have difficulty communicating with each other in a clear, positive manner. So it's helpful to have some firm rules on who gets to decide or how they get to decide things like where kids go to school, what religion they're going to be, what kind of extracurricular activities they'll do, where they're going to live, their medical issues, vaccinations has been a big one over the years, that kind of stuff. And even disciplinary stuff, how late you can stay out, when you get your license, if you turn 16, you're still a minor, those kind of things. So that's legal custody. Physical custody is what most parents are concerned with. It's where and with whom the kids spend their time. It's complicated, and it depends on what happens in your state, but most courts recognize that children do best when they have frequent and continuous contact with both of their parents. But, you know, real life doesn't always make that possible. If you live down the street from each other, that's going to be an easier thing to do than if you live in two different cities or two different states. Which brings us to my friend Nikki. Nikki is the 35-year-old mom of an 8-year-old. She's formerly in the Air Force. She's 11 years active duty and then medically retired. She wrote into It's Over Easy on Instagram. She has an 8-year-old who is under the care of a psychologist who has advised against him going to visit dad in Florida. Um, Here's Nikki's Instagram message to us, and this is kind of how we met. My 8-year-old has attempted to kill himself more than once. Next time I fear he will succeed. As a single mother may I ask you a question? Do I take him and run or allow the courts to fail him one more time and send him to his dad's home in Florida, a place and person whom my son fears so much that has driven him to suicide attempts. I can run, go to the news, commit him. I'm tired each time lawyers take money. We have been in court since 2015 and over $15,000 has been thrown away. God gave me my son Why do I feel so helpless trying to protect him from the man that helped him into this world? Your page gives me hope in the darkness, the uplifts, the motivation, the encouragement and truth. Tonight, I have none. I'm afraid I'm angry and I'm tired. Oh, Nikki, I get it. Divorce Sucks podcast listeners. Please meet Nikki. Are you there? (laughs) I'm here. Thank you. So, you know, I wish I could wave my magic wand and solve all of your problems. I can't, but I wanted to share some things with you and then share you, if you don't mind, with our listeners. I'm looking at a picture of your little boy, and he's adorable. (laughs) Obviously, dad, Leon, has his own side of the story, and I haven't spoken with him. But let me make sure that I have all of the facts right here. You guys were both in the military in Florida, and you're retired. And you guys divorced when? In February of 2014. Okay. So I'm looking at also at your judgment from Brevard County, Florida. This is actually the stipulated final judgment of modification. And it, what it looks like is that you guys modified when you and your son moved to North Carolina, correct? Yes, ma'am, that's correct. Okay, so this happens a lot of the time. One parent or the other moves for one reason or the other. And when that happens, as I said before, you can't just kind of do, you know, two days, two days, five days, like a lot of people do when they live in the same city. You have to figure out a plan. So your son went with you to North Carolina, and dad was given, under this judgment, very generous uh, holiday time, visits Mm -hmm. the majority of summer, that kind of stuff, which is probably where some of the problems came from with dad. What what does your son say are the things that make him so uncomfortable when he's with his dad?
1: A lot of times um dad just cursing at me. Daddy curses at me, he ignores me, he whips me when I cry and say I want to come home. And basically he said he sits in a room on the weekends, mainly in his room on a tablet all day, and dad is with the wife. Uh, it's different for him because dad has completely changed, whereas when we first moved to North Carolina, Dad came to North Carolina twice a month and stayed at my home and was with Ethan. Dad was never the disciplinary type. We never curse. I don't curse around my son. Uh, we never curse around my son. He never spanked Ethan. So once Dad got married and Ethan first, his first visit to Florida, that's when he came back and all of this was regurgitated of being cursed at, being whipped. I want to go home. Dad wouldn't let me go home. So he was, Ethan was trying to understand all that. I didn't have this before. Why is dad treating me this way? And I didn't understand it because dad and I, even to this very day, we don't speak. It's either via email or through his lawyer. And that's it.
0: And when you did speak, when things were okay, when he would come to Florida, what, were you able to effectively communicate
1: then? Absolutely. Very, very effectively. This is before dad got remarried. And honestly, dad was hoping that I would come back. I he see. said, well, we are here and I think we can get remarried. Once dad realized that it wasn't happening, that's when everything had turned.
0: Understand. And what, if any, is your relationship with the new
1: wife? Very, very volatile. We don't speak. Uh, She doesn't care for me. I don't care for her based off of a a visit that a summer visit that Ethan was left with her for the entire summer while dad was in um, out of country military orders. Does she have Um, kids with Leon? Do they have their own kids? They just had a kid, four-month-old baby. She does have three previous kids from two previous marriages.
0: And do they live with she and Leon in, in Florida? Yes, ma'am. They do. So she's a mama. I mean, she should get it. This is horrible. How, how old are her older kids? Like, are any of them around your son's age?
1: No, two 13-year-olds and an
0: 18-year-old. Got it. So they're older and now there's a baby. Okay. Right. So again, what what he's asking for is apparently, because he's... he's He's Hmm. filed something with the court in Florida. Florida is still the home state. Florida still makes decisions about your son. So what he's asked is he wants to be the primary physical custodian of your son, and he wants you to have the generous visitation over holidays and stuff like that. If not that, then he'd like to have more time sharing because he says that you've denied him numerous holiday time sharing. And again, I'm sure that has to do with what your son has to say and what the psychologist has to say. And then he also mm-hmm. interestingly wants to modify his child support, probably pay you less, and you pay his attorney's fees right absolutely yes, okay, ma'am. so that's super scary in my opinion, I mean for you, and so you're like, what do I do, Laura Wasser? How do I, what do I do? And again, I don't know enough of the facts and I don't know enough about the law in Florida, although I know a bit. I mean, I have to say, because this is such a very important decision, I definitely think you might want to look for somebody in Florida that can help you out. We have some really, really good ambassadors on the It's Over Easy Index, people that are not super expensive that might be able to help. Um, I know, I don't, I haven't been to Brevard County yet. I've only been to some of the other counties there, but there's some good self-help centers. Here are the things that you really are going to have to show this judge in Florida, which is how great your son is doing in North Carolina, how he has his base there. How long have you guys been living there now? When did you move?
1: We moved here in 2014, May of 2014.
0: So that's a long enough time for him to have established relationships, especially at his current age. Will the psychologist that has counseled you not to take him there even for vacation, is this person willing to give you a declaration? And do you want to open up your son's psychological privilege basically to a court? Is that something you're willing to do? That's And again, Absolutely. you don't have to answer on the arrow. I'm just, but that, but that's something that person who has kind of, I mean, it should be a neutral relationship and in the best interest of your son, as opposed to for you or for dad, that person should be able to prevail upon the court. I would love to see some way, and I, I don't mean to sound like everything is just fairies and unicorns and rainbows, but I'd love to see some way that you and your ex and his current wife, because yes, we'd like her to go away, but she ain't going away, could figure <laughs> out a way to do What is in your son's best interest? I still think it's great for him. And I think you probably would love to be able to do this, too, because you'd have some time for yourself to spend periods of time with dad. But only if dad's going to be around, only if stepmom's going to be interested in him, only if he's not going to be having this horrible time. And God forbid, suggesting that he would in some way harm himself. There has to be a way to fix this. I'd be yes. surprised, even though Florida is the home state, if the court changed you know, custody and, and gave him full custody. It doesn't make sense, particularly with his work schedule and the new baby and all that. But I, what worries me is even a loss here. You go get a great attorney in Florida. The Florida attorney represents you to the best of his or her ability, and things pretty much stay the same. Your support stays the same. You don't end up having to pay his attorney's fees, and the custody schedule stays the same. But you still have a little boy that doesn't want to go spend very much time with his dad at all. You're still worried every time he is with his dad because now dad's even more pissed at you and you're worried at what he's going to do when he's there. I get it. So a win for you is basically the status quo remaining the same and that's terrifying. We got to figure out a way to make things better and unfortunately, judges don't have the time or ability to do that when they can't really get inside of the family i I wish and maybe some judges do in florida i've not seen it that some kind of family counseling is ordered i'm sure none of you want anything to do with each other but for the benefit of ethan you got to figure it out i also think it may not be a bad idea to really with help from the psychologist, write some kind of a heartfelt letter to dad and say, you know, at one point we loved each other. We had this magical little boy. What can we do to make things better for him rather than spending more money on attorneys? Either way, they're going to win and we're going to lose, whether I pay it or you pay it. Isn't there something we could do? What if I came there for the week with him and we all did something together? I, I, it doesn't sound fun to me either, but this would be something that would be great for Ethan. We can do it. I, I would love to be part of your new baby's life. I am saying this, Nikki, because I'm telling you I've done it. I have, I I don't know how much you've read about me, but I have two kids. They have two different dads. Dad number one has actually spent a ton of time with my little one from somebody else. My somebody else has an older daughter who I consider a daughter. I do believe that there is a way, and it's kind of like a fake it till you make it. I I wasn't super psyched about spending time with kids that weren't mine or having my kids spending time with somebody that wasn't his, but there's the more people people that love your kid, the better. And then eventually you start actually enjoying the situation. You may actually call this woman up one day, you know, the new wife and, you know, kind of bitch about what's going on with Leon or she'll bitch about it. And you guys, I mean, that would be what, maybe it sounds too good to be true, but you've got another 10 years when Ethan is still a minor child. You guys are going to have to work this out. But I do think – I think you probably need to consult with an attorney for this. But I think if there's a way before this hearing in Florida to appeal to Leon's sense of uh, common sense and say, look, it, I, I might even be willing to agree to some kind of a reduction of my support if we can obviate the need for attorney's fees, obviate the need for this constant back and forth, the anger. Let's make this better for our son. Figure out what's driving Leon. His wife is probably – You know, giving them a lot. I I doubt that they actually want another kid living there full time.
1: I said the same thing. I, I mean, agree. mean, you know,
0: it's kind thing. of like a be careful what you wish for. But if there's a way to really talk about it, nobody knows this guy better than you do because you were with him for a long time. Figure out what's going to make it work for him, knowing that he has to take his current wife in dis- under the circumstances. And that's what I would try to do. I would work with this psychologist. I would seek an attorney and counsel in Florida. But again, for limited purposes, if possible, and then I would write a really reasonable email to. Leon and say kind of can't we all just get along can we figure this out why are we gonna pay those lawyers more money when this is about us and we got to deal with what's in our kids' best interest does any mm-hmm. of that sound like it might work
1: Yes ma'am and I completely agree with you completely and that's what I've always wanted from the beginning He said Leon even if you're a new family I welcome I need you and I feel so you should be in his life what can we do together And I'm willing to work with that but when there was so much hatred and animosity coming from one side, like so, okay, I can, I think my exhaustion was I'm tired of being the bigger person. I'm tired of reaching out to get cut off.
0: I get it. And- I get it. And mm-hmm. as a single mom, yeah, I, believe me, I get it. Try again. And okay. every time you think you're tired, just think about the fact that what is what is my motivation? It's Ethan. It's the most important being in my universe. I'm going to do whatever it takes, no matter how tired I am. And I hope and pray for you that Leon sees it that way, too. And you may have to be a little, not only the bigger person, you may have to be a little bit vulnerable and say to him, we can do it one of two ways, but I don't think you're going to win this custody thing. How do we make it so that we both win and that Ethan's a winner, too? Yes.
1: Thank you. Of
0: course. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Will you check in with us and let us know? You tell Leon if he wants to call me. I'm happy to talk to him, too.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I will definitely
0: let him know. All right, Nikki. Good luck. We're thinking about you. Thank you so much. Bye, honey.